Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet poet and activist Carolyn Forche, cybersecurity expert and former FBI operative Eric O'Neill, and journalist and founder of the Atavist magazine, Evan Ratliff. These authors reveal personal truths, undercover spy stories, and dark secrets in their riveting audiobooks. Hear the truth about what it was like to record, including which author had trouble pronouncing United States over and over again. Enjoy. Hi, this is Carolyn Forche. I wrote my book because I had carried this story within me long enough, and it needed to be told, not only to relieve me personally, but to tell my son what happened and the many Salvadoran students I have taught over the years who would come to my office and ask me to help them understand their parents. These parents couldn't talk about this story, and they wanted to understand them. I wrote a poem, The Colonel, in my second book of poetry, and I've been asked for years about that poem, about its backstory. Who is the colonel? How did that happen? Well, this is that backstory. I've kept this to myself for a long time. Now, there are families carrying their children through the desert to our border, and they deserve to have the reality of what they're fleeing illuminated, as it was from the beginning. I was also inspired by the fact that, like my wonderful, charming, and exasperating guide, Lionel, I felt that I was running out of time. So I began writing, and it surprised me that it took 15 years. I had to find my way into prose because I'd been a poet. I hope I've done the one thing he asked me to do, which was to tell the story. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be gratifying. Why? I heard the whole of the story for the first time in my own voice, not only in my own words. I heard it come alive on the page. The sound engineer I was working with told me that he kept wanting to read ahead, that he was hooked on the story and anxious to know how it would turn out. That told me everything. In terms of recording, I did have some difficulties. I had trouble pronouncing the name General Vo Nguyen Giap. That was a Vietnamese general, and he is mentioned in my book a couple of times. So I had to go online and discover how it was that this was pronounced in Vietnamese. I hope I did a good job of it. I'm very happy that finally I was able somehow to replicate my journey on paper, to write it in such a way that the reader could accompany me, could feel what I felt at the time. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Jodie Foster because I've seen many of her films and in the earlier films, she reminded me of myself at that age. I know she's a famous actress and she probably wouldn't be reading audiobooks, but if you ask, that's who I would pick. Hi, this is Eric O'Neill, the author of Gray Day, 
my undercover mission to expose America's first cyber spy. Gray Day is a story about standing up against impossible odds in order to succeed. In Gray Day, I go undercover as myself in a small room in FBI headquarters to catch the worst spy in U.S. history. It was a pretty tall order, and in order to win, in order to catch this spy without letting him know that I was hunting him, I had to learn all the tricks of the trade from him and then turn them against him in order to bring him down. Gray Day is the story of how I managed to do that. I wrote Gray Day because I had a story to tell, and I had been telling it for years in keynotes in front of audiences all over the world. And the more that I told this story in the keynotes, the more I realized that I had so much more to say that I could never fit in a 45-minute moment standing on a stage talking to a crowd. I wanted to take the time to explore my thoughts about cybersecurity and also go in-depth inside myself to see just how that time in room 9930 with Robert Hansen had not only changed me, but inspired me to be the security person I am today, and also all the other things that it did to me. Writing the book was this cathartic moment for me. The words literally poured out onto the page, and sometimes I couldn't type as fast as I was thinking. So writing the book, writing Gray Day, was a pure joy for me. I spent a great deal of time in my book trying to explain the confusing and rather conflicting character of Robert Hansen. In espionage, we compartmentalize information. We put all of that information into little buckets inside our minds so we don't accidentally reveal it to someone who doesn't have a need to know. That's what Hansen did. He compartmentalized parts of his life from others. He could be the father and grandfather and also an upstanding member of his religious community and church. But on the other side, in a different compartment in his mind, Hansen fulfilled his James Bond fantasies by being the master spy, by courting a dancer at one of the local D.C. strip clubs, and by taking her with him on foreign excursions and buying expensive cars and driving around. He wrote bizarre things about his wife and posted them to the internet. He could be all these different people because he chose which person he was going to be at any given point in his life. For example, he could be the master spy when he had to steal secrets, but he could also be grandpa when his kids came to play in his backyard. Growing up, I was a huge science fiction and fantasy nerd. I love reading books by such great authors such as Robert Jordan or S.M. Sterling and many of the newcomers like Brandon Sanderson. I love the idea of reading a book that crafts a world and brings you along inside it. And so my inspiration in writing this book was to give a lot of details about the world of cybersecurity and espionage and cyber attacks, but to do it within a story that pulls you along and takes you inside that world and makes you feel a part of it. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be exhausting. I wish I could say it was the most amazing experience of my life, but it's actually quite grueling and gave me an enormous amount of respect for everybody that does voiceover work or records these audiobooks. It's a lot of work, it takes a lot of time and intention, and it requires very good direction 
in order to bring the best out of me. During the recording of the audiobook, I stumbled over every Russian word and continually cursed myself for putting so many Russian words in my book. It turns out that they were somewhat unnecessary. I think I did it for flavor. And in the end, I ended up skipping some of them in the recording of the audiobook, just because neither I nor my Russian-speaking wife, Juliana, could figure out how to pronounce them. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I think I would cast Ryan Philippi. Now, he played me in Breach, so he's the only other person in the world who literally has stood in my shoes and, in the context of a movie, was there in 9930 going up against Robert Hansen. You know, it's funny. He and I, over Thanksgiving, talked about this, and he jokingly said, what if I recorded your audiobook? But this was something that I truly wanted to do for myself. Most recently, I have been listening to the Mither Mage series by Orson Scott Card. I like the way that the audiobooks are read, and I've always been a fan of Orson Scott Card since I picked up Ender's Game when I was pretty young, so that seemed like a good one to pick up. I also recently listened to Red Sparrow, a book that I find intriguing, especially if you're interested in Russian espionage. I loved reading the book, and it's been a lot of fun to listen to the audiobook. Hi, this is Evan Ratliff. I was inspired to write this book first by the emergence of information about Joseph Hunter in the press. He was a former mercenary who was arrested for attempting to kill a DEA agent. And when this hit the news in 2013, I became sort of obsessed with figuring out what was happening behind the scenes. There was not much information about Hunter out there, why he had started to make himself available as an assassin for hire and who had originally hired him. So I first started poking around on that case, and then when the name Paul LaRue surfaced as his former boss, Paul LaRue was a programmer who had turned into his own kind of cartel boss. He had built a drug and weapons and prescription drugs empire from scratch. And Paul LaRue sort of lay at the perfect intersection of my interests in technology, in crime, in digital identity. And once I latched on to Paul LaRue, it was a many years process of trying to figure out who he was and why he had done what he had and how the U.S. government was able to take him down. If I had to describe recording the audiobook in one word, I would say enjoyable. <laughs> I definitely did not realize that I would have a lot of trouble pronouncing United States over and over again. I think the thing that excites me about narrating my own book is that I'm able to provide some of the inflection on the quotes that people gave to me. So when you read them, they may read a certain way, but I feel like I can provide the kind of context of how they said things to me that will give the book just a little more flavor. I think my dream narrator, if I could have anyone, would probably have been Sam Rockwell. I listen to audiobooks, and the best one I've listened to recently was Kiese Lehman. He has a book called Heavy, and he reads it himself, and it's extraordinary. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.